Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And this is your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Visions. So, we are still waiting on the guest to call up. Um, but other than that, you know, the show will still go on. So, Queen K, how was your week? How has it been so far? Um, So far on this beautiful Monday, I actually took a personal day from work. Just, um, you know, needed to clear my mind and reset. Been dealing with a lot since this mm-hmm. month started. Um, so I just needed to take a personal day for myself. So I went and got a manicure and a pedicure. I cooked dinner for my kids. I cleaned my house up, you know, normal mom stuff. But it was just the peace that I got from sitting still. I was able to read more of my Bible today, and it just felt amazing just to sit back and relax, you know? What about you? Ooh. How are you going so far? It was good. My, my my visit rescheduled. I know that I'm not supposed to be happy about that, but I got to get work done. No cause. <laughs> so. And well, I didn't get cussed out today. I didn't get cussed out today. So, yeah. But um, we actually do have the guest. She um, called up. So I'm about to unmute her so we can get into it. All right. Hold on. All right. Hey, Kira. Hey, Natasha. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. How are you? This I'm doing okay. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm happy to be on the show. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. <laughs> I've been getting on Kiara's nerves this whole week, but she's been she's been nah, patient with me. Sure <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Kiara's a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. Okay, so I'm gonna let you get right into it, Queen K. What is the sipping tea for your soul topic tonight? All right, I'm sorry. Tonight, sipping tea. I'm sorry. You said what, Kiara? Hello. Sorry, I couldn't hear it. It started cutting up. Oh, no, I was telling her to uh, let the listeners know what the sipping tea for your soul topic is tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, So tonight's sipping tea for the soul topic is Dear Black Women. Tonight's episode, we will explore different aspects on what it's like being a black woman in today's society. This will help to give a little more clarity to the listeners as we ask answer as we ask and answer some tough questions about the things we face, such as competitive nature, gender roles, stereotypes, and double standards. Me and Complex Angel have prepared two questions to fit each aspect. We will ask the Kiera answer first, and we will follow. So here's the first aspect. I have competitive nature. My first question under this aspect is, why do we feel, as black women, the need to compete with each other? Mm-hmm. Here you go. I, I feel like I feel like it goes so deep. Like it's really it go all the way to systemic inequality. Like you know, like just mm-hmm. the wealth in our country in general is already unequally distri- distributed by race. Like African Americans already have a fraction of the wealth of white people, which makes us more, you know, more insecure and we always in survival mode, always fighting for our livelihood. Mm-hmm. So when we are faced with less opportunities, we kind of try to hold on to whatever little bit of uh, success that we have and we don't tend to want to share. We don't tend to want to let other people in on it because we don't feel like it's secure. We don't feel like, you know, we're set. We don't feel like we're free. We don't feel, you know, I think it go back to that. I mean, we could just look at we could look at it on a basic level of somebody just hating on the next person, but why are they hating? It goes deeper because they, you know, they, their, their view of it is so distorted and just so it, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's not our fault. Like, I just feel like it's not our fault. (laughs) 
right. I yeah, I get that. Like it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. that a lot. We we are set up to compete because we have limited resources. We don't have as much as mm-hmm. everybody else. So we have to, you know, get in where we fit in and rise to the top. Uh, okay, so mm-hmm. my next question is, has being competitive with one another held us back or made us grow? I feel like it held us back. Um, but I feel like we're in such a time right now. I feel like black people are really starting to come together and embrace one another and really support one another, mm-hmm. encourage each other. Like, I really feel like it's it's really a movement happening right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're definitely yeah. growing. We're definitely growing in the right direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. we are. Long time coming, but yeah. we're finally getting it together yes. as, a, as a people. Yes. <laughs> we are. Yes. yes. <laughs> I just think that um, I'm gonna piggyback on that. I think we, I think we are, we have come a long way, but it's just still like side comments. Like our people tear each other down, and like especially women, like we could be our worst enemy sometimes. So yeah, I think true. that we, you know, we are, we are getting there, but it's like, oh, uh, the, the side comments and everything. It's just like, come on now. It's like you can't do nothing without someone hating. But hey, at the end of the day, say if yeah. you don't have hate, you're not doing nothing right. So yeah. Yeah. But, um, That's true. Thank you for uh, saying that. Um, okay, so, yeah, we, we in this thing. Kiara, straight to the point. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to ask um, my my aspect that I wanted to talk about is double standards. Also, Kiara, I know you've probably seen this meme popping around, but there was a meme that said um, females only want a good guy after they've been damaged by the bad boy. And, um Someone argued that this is the same for men. What is your perspective on that? Um, I feel like that is true. I feel like men mm-hmm. and women both. I feel like after you've been hurt and you've been down, you've been down so low and just so lost for so long, or how long that situation lasted for, you just want something mm-hmm. good. It's like when you've been doing your body wrong and it's mad at you and you just don't feel good. You just know you got to eat better. You just gotta. You just start craving better you know, better stuff. Like you just start, yeah. I think that's true. I think I don't see, mm. I, I feel like that's true. I mm. like that. I like how you said that. Like when your body, yeah, like something that's not good for you, you have to change it up. So yeah, yeah. Cause I just feel like that was a double standard. Like with this Jada Pinkett situation, it's entanglement. Oh it's like, Lord. Guys, guys, yeah, guys are running with that. And it's like, oh my, you can't get away from it. Everybody's, talking about it. So that's why I was like, okay, I understand that men say that women don't, we don't hold ourselves accountable when it comes to cheating. We always want to make excuses, but I feel like it plays both ways and everything, but hey, mm-hmm. that's, that's me. Right. Right there. Yeah. So, okay, like, next question. Like I'm sorry, keep going. Mentally before they leave physically. Yeah. Yes. That is true. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, like I was about to ask you, how long do you think it takes for us to leave physically after we fall in love mentally? Mm. Took me like six months. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like, I'm trying to 
I'm trying to unlearn uh, the concept of time when it comes to healing and all of that yeah. because I'm always so hard on myself when I don't meet my deadlines and I get so frustrated. Like, why are you still down? Like, why are you still not mm-hmm. getting to this task or still not doing this? Because I didn't give myself a deadline and said I'd be feeling better by this day and I'm still not. And I'm still, you know, like, I just, mm-hmm. I'm learning that if I don't do that, I have better outcomes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I just think. I think you just got to heal and deal and go through the process and just be right with yourself. I respect that. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely respect respect that. Time does heal all wounds. Okay, my last question for this aspect is, um, do you think today women are allowed to talk about sex openly like men, or do we still get the judgment of talking about something that's so taboo for a woman to talk about? I feel like we definitely get judged more harsh than a man would. Mm-hmm. It's like expected. It's almost expected of men, and and not so much of women. Like it, you know, be classy, be ladylike. But I feel like mm-hmm. today a little bit more accepted, maybe uh, because of music and TV and film and social media. I think it's becoming more and more accepted because. I don't, you know, when pretty women are everywhere and in sex sells, you know, sad to say, yeah. like, not sad to say, but it, it could be so negative, but it could be used positively too. Like, you know, uh, the whole movie yeah. was free to nipple and um, that wasn't a negative one, but um, I'm trying to think of a negative. Just negative stuff. Y'all know what negative stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. Cardi, like Cardi B, like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. They, they get so much right. negativity. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, they get a lot of heat. They get a lot of heat all the time. <laughs> so I think yes. I think it's become more. I think it's more allowed. I think women talk about it more openly, but I do think it's still a lot of judgment uh, surrounding it for sure. Harsh mm-hmm. judgment, yeah. way, whether yeah. you're trying to be positive or negative with it. I think harsh judgment is coming with it, no matter what. Yeah. Because yeah. I know That's I used so to be the type of person. When I would go to, like, the store and try to buy condoms, I would be so scared. Like, oh, my God, they're judging me. <laughs> and it's like, uh-huh. I'm practicing safe, safe. I, hope safe, safe, slow I know y'all felt like that before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, so embarrassed. <laughs> Shoot. Especially, like, with a pregnancy test, I'd be like, oh, my God, this is not right. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it's the harsh judgment. You're right. You're right about that. <laughs> But yeah, for girl, sure. Yeah. I have definitely been that one in the store trying to put everything on top of the condoms. Like, oh yeah, just just please <laughs> and step back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, trying to walk out with three, four bags so nobody can see through, see what you got. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just little dark bags. Yeah. Like, can oh, you double shoot. that, please? Thank you. Yeah. I've been there before. Oh, okay. Um, the next aspect that we're going to get into is stereotypes. So my question to you, Kiara, is how does the common stereotype, the angry black woman, make you feel? And do you think our anger stems from being seen and not heard? Um, I think that stereotype in general is gaslighting. Like, I Mm. think it's just a way to manipulate and put you in your place. Um, quote unquote, put mm-hmm. you in your place because it doesn't do anything but infuriates us. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's not. It's been used for so long, and it's just, it's just tired. Like, why is me, mm-hmm. me as a black woman voicing my opinion, my thoughts so passionately about whatever it is? Why do I get labeled mm-hmm. angry or bad tempered or hostile or overly aggressive? Like, 
I'm the, but mm-hmm. it's a man that he's powerful, he's he's bold, he's or a white woman does it, she's whatever, you know. But the mm-hmm. black woman does it, she's angry. It's it's gaslighting. Yeah. It, it, it's like you drive me crazy and then call me crazy. Like you you want me to exactly. snap and explode. Like I'm gonna freaking explode. Mm. Like. <laughs> yeah, they better. That's common alone. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That is gas like over the edge. Mhm. Yeah. Calm down. Don't it's tell a, me to calm down. Yeah. Mhm. And you okay. can say something okay. in the mildest tone. No, no aggressive. I talk with my hands a lot, but even when I'm not <laughs> talking with my you still look mm-hmm. at it as being aggressive. It doesn't matter. It's just it's just something to say. It's just something to shut you up because they don't want to hear you. You can't be right to them. You can't. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. Yeah, no. It's true. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely true. Okay, mm-hmm. so do you think the stereotypes for black women will continue to enslave us, or how can we overcome the typical stereotypes we face as black women? As far as like that one right there, like the angry yeah, that one. one or lighter skin is better, you know, or you know stuff like that. I feel like to just go against them, uh, don't let it shut you up because that's what it's intended to do. They want to shut you up with it. It's a manipulation tactic. So I mean, if they calling you angry, you keep your, you know, you stay calm. You learn, you learn ways to keep yourself calm in a situation where you're being tried or provoked or, you know, it, it's exhausting, but you got to do this mm-hmm. it's like a mind game. It's like you got to beat them at their game. And it's like, okay, yeah. I still work I, I still work a nine-to-five, um, and, I, and I make skincare products, and I'm a makeup artist, and I travel doing hair and makeup on the side. Um, when mm-hmm. I'm at my job, it's so stressful. I have to argue the policy all the time, like all the time, and people be mm-hmm. dead wrong. But I have, I can't just go in there to my manager or to HR talking about my feelings because they don't care about how I feel. I have to throw policy right. at them. I have to let them know where they violated, where are they not being compliant, where are you know where am I being abused in this? I have to really mm-hmm. go and look at that long behind policy to to say that my feelings are hurt or say that I I feel disrespected. I can't just go in there saying mm-hmm. I, I got disrespected. It's exhausting, but it's, it's mm-hmm. you got to do that, and that's how I get heard, and that's how I get respected. And mm-hmm. I just think that's, you know, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of work, but I feel like that's one thing that you can do because the stereotype, they just, they think one, and then another thing in my in my office, I'm the youngest, and I'm one of few blacks. So mm-hmm. another thing, another stereotype is she young, she don't know anything. Oh no, I'm I, I'm gonna learn this policy. I'm gonna figure out the right thing to do. I am gonna overstep you and go to HR. I am gonna handle it the right way. I know y'all don't want to hear about how I feel, so I'm gonna throw policy at y'all. I will put this in writing. I'm not just gonna have phone conversations. I got a paper trail for everything now. Now if it goes legal, I got documentation. I got this. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning mm-hmm. the game, and it's what I had to do to fight the stereotype like that's that's what you really have to do to overcome it you really got to just go against it everything that they think they know about you oh, i'm angry no mm-hmm. i'm gonna show you i'm gonna play you at your game i'm not angry at all i'm being very tactful right now um yeah. I, just, I think that's what you got to do and as far as like something silly as light skin girls are better or light skin is better than dark skin i think that's just silly simple stuff yeah um i think mm-hmm. you just fight that by loving the skin you in and be more you know like Tastefully boastful <laughs> about yourself, yes. and, 
and showing them, you know, what you got to offer and how you loving on yourself. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Yes. And I definitely understand, like, the stereotypes, like how you said, is gaslighting and it's a way to put us in our place. I think it intimidates people when a woman knows who she is and she knows what she's talking about. You know what I'm saying? They like, Mm -hmm. how can I try to break her down? You know, yeah. Yes. And you know, age ain't nothing but a number. Like I've learned that yes. you can learn something from a ten year old, you know, like okay. I don't know everything. <laughs> you gonna say it. My my nephew like, how taught me how to say, are you to say that you can. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. My nephew taught me how to say hello in Chinese. I'm like, they teach in Chinese now? Like it's so much <laughs> you can learn. <laughs> um so my last aspect is uh roles. So um the question is, do you think with all the roles a woman takes on, can she lose herself or can the roles define who she is? Like, you know how much we take on. Like you said, like, you have a lot on your plate here, how you travel, you know, mm-hmm. you do makeup, you do hair. And you, like, do you feel like you get lost in those roles or does it define who you are? Yeah, I think uh, I think both. I think it could definitely, like, take a toll on you and beat you down and it also in all of that it can that parts of that can define you too and I think I don't think it's a bad thing that you feel worn down sometimes because you're working so hard you're going so hard you know constantly non-stop because you're driven by your passion uh but I think Mm -hmm. it it becomes unhealthy when you don't have a balance, when you're not pouring into yourself still, when you're not taking care of yourself and doing the necessary things you need, like doing your hair and keeping your nails done or just reading a book or just laying down and taking a nap or just doing something that you actually enjoy or just doing nothing, allowing yourself to just do absolutely nothing, turning your phone off. Um, Like when Mm -hmm. you start to neglect those things, I think that's when it becomes like, that's when it really takes a toll on you for the worst. Um, but, you know, working that hard and going that hard and keeping, keeping yourself motivated and driven definitely can define you and it show you, you know, all that pressure, like you really make a dime, like, you know, you really, you really did it. Like all that hard work paid off, like parts, you know, that definitely defines a person. Mm, Mm. Okay. I definitely agree with I don't that. Know if so, I got like, yeah. Was I, did I answer the question? <laughs> no, you yes, did. Yes, you yes, definitely you, did. You did. Okay. Okay. Like, like you're basically on my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like what I take from it is like if you don't have outlets, you can lose yourself. You you can like you yeah. have to find. And and honestly, I don't. I think like our passions. I don't really consider that work because that's what I love to do. Right. Like as soon as I get off work, mm-hmm. I can't wait to write. I can't wait to do the podcast. So yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. took that from that. Um, now this one is like a little bit different from the first question, but as as black women, I be watching Grapevine all the time, and they had an episode in there called Men Bashing, and um, they were basically saying that women are not seen as, um, they're not seen as human beings. They're still seen as sexual objects. Like a man th- man can come up to you in the street and try to, like, you know, catcall, and you try to walk off and say, I'm fine, but they think they can come up to you and grab you and everything. Like, mm-hmm. do you feel like we're still looked at as sexual objects, or do you feel like it's a shift? I feel like it's definitely still sick men out here as it was, you know, uh, back then. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like as long as mental illness is around, I feel like problems like that are always going to be around. 
as sad mm-hmm. as it is, mm-hmm. um, because people are sick. It just comes down to that. Yeah. Like, people are just not in the right mind, or they just eating dog food or something. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, <But. laughs> I, I don't know what causes a man to be in the street whistling or, like, to a girl. Like, yes. oh, just <laughs> why? Disrespect. Like, yeah. Yeah. They think it's, they like think it's just horrible. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely still got the R. Kelly's out here and men out here that, you know, yeah. I, it's, it's for sure we do. It's sick. All that stuff. Y'all seen um, the Wayfair situation? The, the Wayfair yes, girl. girl, them selling the kids. Yeah. Mm. And or oh video women and she was set up. Somebody came to her apartment. I mean came to the hotel room, had a hotel key, yeah. asking her for her I by name that. or something. Yeah, it was mm. crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So for sure I believe that it's still going on, that people still are viewing black women as sexual objects. It's sick. It's truly mm. sick. Yeah. It's to the point where I'm that, scared for my daughter. My daughter is only yeah. two years old. And she, you know, during quarantine, I was cooking everything. So my baby has picked up some weight. And it was a guy driving down my street. I mean, literally, the passenger dude was, like, all out the window looking at my baby uh, as she was getting out the car. Mm. And I'm like, excuse me, mm. that's a child. Then he's going to hurry up and get in his window. I'll fight you about wow. that. I don't care. You have to be my like that because I remember. Yes, mm. see. I remember being 15, and guys would be like, excuse me, how old are you, 15? Man, I told you she was a kid. Why are you even looking at the body like that? Mm. Like, look at the face. Yeah. You'll see that it's still a baby there. Like, that, mm, that is crazy. It's sad, man. Yeah. And say stuff like that all the time. Mm. You going to let me know when you turn 18? You going to let me know? Yes. Oh, oh my like, God. <laughs> Yes, I've never been. I'm so glad you said that, Kira. I've never been the type of person to lie about my age because I feel like it's going to show in conversation. I told this one guy, he thought I was 15. I was like, no, I'm about to be 13. Oh, well, I can act like I'm 14. What? Like, no. Mm. I'm telling you, that mm. is, is horrible. And I, was, and I was always the opposite because I always hung out with people that were older than me, and I've always been very mature for my age. Um, I'm 25 yeah. now, um, but even back to when I was, like, 14, I already had a real, well, McDonald's. I was working, I had a real paycheck job. It's a job. Um, leaving high school yeah. early. Right, leaving high school early to work my job full-time. I would work until 1130 at night every day. Like, I always was, I always had this sense of independence and just maturity mm-hmm. about me, so naturally, older guys would come at me because they would just automatically assume that I'm older and I'm hanging out with people that's three and four years older than me. Naturally, I had older guys come in being more attractive to me, but once they found out how old I was, it still wouldn't stop for them. Like, I've dealt with that all my life, mm-hmm. like, like all my life, just men just mm-hmm. not knowing boundaries and just not caring and just, yeah. Uh, yeah. They yeah, it as a but the ones that's out there now, like the district, like if you don't give them the attention and they become violent. I just read a yeah. story about this woman shot and killed because a guy asked for her number and she said no. So he killed her. Mm-hmm. Like why? Why 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 does it come to that? It's plenty of women. Like mm-hmm. is your Mental pride yeah. is your pride take that, that much of a, a you know, a hit because she said no? Like leave it alone, walk away. People yeah. are sick. Yeah. It's, it's that part. 
So mm. overall, what would be like some advice? Like what what would be a message that you would want to give to your beautiful black sisters out there that that you think they need to hear? Take care of yourself. Um, mm. I'm I'm always I feel like I'm always in a constant battle with myself, like loving myself, forgetting to love myself. Learning to mm-hmm. learn myself again, <laughs> fall back in love with myself again. <laughs> I be having a hard time forgiving myself. I'm just always in a constant battle with myself, and that beats that that wears down on you for real. It really do, and they really say it's not a lie. Like stress can kill you. Stress can manifest all these different things in your yeah. body. It make you feel crazy, yes. like crazy. I have anxiety. I suffer from anxiety. Well, I don't even want to say I suffer from it because I'm beating anxiety. I don't take any medication. Mm-hmm. I just deal with it by yes. doing everything that I'm about to say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was going to the hospital every week for something different. I was having heart palpitations. I was having, like, I was passing out. I was throwing mm-hmm. up at one point. I was just, all these different things. I got this pectoral muscle strain in my chest out of nowhere. I never mm-hmm. had any injury on my arm, nothing like that. It's, a, it's literally a muscle strain, like a ball of stress just under my arm mm-hmm. and it won't go anywhere. I had it for a year now, a whole year, pain under my arm just from stress. And mm. it could just, it, it messed with your GI, it messed with, like, I don't be having no appetite, I lost all this weight, just all these different things from neglecting myself. And what I learned to do is just listen to daily affirmations, tell myself, um, b- before I used to listen to YouTube videos, um, just, you know, I am affirmations, you could just type that in on YouTube, and it just tell you I'm beautiful, yes. I'm worthy, I'm ready, mm-hmm. I'm willing, I'm, I'm focused, I'm I'm I matter, like just different mantras to just tell yourself all day long, just to have ringing in your ear with, you know, just spit out negativity that works, that really works. That is something mm. that really works. It, it has to work. It's like you're not feeding yeah. the negative part. You, it just has to work. It has to. So I, yeah. I was doing that. I was grounding myself in it. And then I started to do a voice recording of myself. Now I'm listening to myself. It's getting a little deeper, you know, now it's getting a little more mm. emotional. Now I'm tears out all the time, you know, getting choked up because I don't want to cry or I'm not allowing myself to cry. I'm not allowing myself to feel that way. Now it's like I'm talking to myself. I'm standing in the mirror talking to myself, listening to this play, me telling myself I'm beautiful, me telling myself that I'm going to get through this, me telling myself it's okay, me telling myself to be patient with myself, me telling myself I pray. Like just it's deep. Like it's so deep and that works. It It really, really works. I know a lot of people could write. I don't, I don't, I don't suggest writing as much anymore because I found mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it as much because time. I don't. I'm not a person that can just mm-hmm. type on my phone and my notes. Like I do it, but to really be writing something out, I don't like to type. I rather handwrite it. But I don't really have a lot of time to just sit down and handwrite. So what's easier is just a voice memo. So mm-hmm. I stopped saying that. So I, everything I do is pretty much like audio. I listen to auto, audible books, self help books, poetry books self-love, just all types of stuff like that, just constant reminders of loving myself, trying to listen to better music, uh, Mm -hmm. eating better, eating a cleaner diet. All of that stuff matters, y'all. Like, it really does. The combination of doing all of those things and just going outside more, forcing myself out, I'm forever canceling on somebody and I hate I hate it, <laughs> like, I hate it but I just be so like in my head 
and that's not good. Mm-hmm. So I started to just get out of my like all those things just helped me get out my head more. I started going out more. I know even with all this quarantine stuff, like just forcing myself to get out. When it first started, I was going and working out early in the morning, and it was just it does mm. so much. It just does so yeah. much for you. Just really feel so much better and just thinking so much clearer and just like all that fog just clear up and you just ready. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I'm rambling, but that's no, 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 Listen. no, no. You're not. You just <laughs> as a writer. I'm laying on my living room floor, just talking, wiggling my feet, like y'all, like it works. <laughs> Oh my god! No, honestly, you just taught me something because I I love to write mm-hmm. and like writing the book that I wrote. It taught me a lot about myself, but I'm really gonna try to start doing that. I listen to um like podcasts in the morning, like motivational ones. But I'm about to really mm-hmm. start making voicemails to myself, telling myself because I'm the same way. Like you just read my life, I'd be so scared to cry. Mm-hmm. I'd be so scared to show emotion because I feel like it's mm-hmm. vulnerable and it's like trying to hide your emotions is really what's vulnerable. So you just got me together. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I was over here taking notes. I'm like, all right, do this start tomorrow. Let's go. Yes, and it man. Wouldn't even oh. be, like about my emotions, it wouldn't even be that like I'm scared to cry. It would be that I'm so mad at myself because nine times out of ten I'm emotional about something that I felt like I should have already been over. I should have already got through. Like how am mm-hmm. I back here again? Like I, like I'm so dumb mm-hmm. type of thing. Like I'm just so angry with myself that I'm not even gonna cry or mm-hmm. I won't pray. It was times that I couldn't even pray because it's just like I ain't about to take this to God again. Like I already know I must. Like I already know I keep doing the same thing. I keep making the same mistake. It's my fault. I'm not about to. Mm-hmm. What am I about to say? Like, hey God, mm-hmm. I know I asked you to show me and you showed me and I still did it anyway. But um, can you <laughs> like show me again? Like I, I, I was, right. was so. My mind was so distorted for so long, and that's why I couldn't cry. But now it's like I really had to learn to forgive myself, and it's like you're going through a process. Like growth is like a direction. It's not a place. Like you just mm-hmm. because before you did immaculate yeah. or, or you did a good job handling it last week, today you face with it again to see how you're going to react. If you, you know, if you react. Instead of respond, I mean, you're human. That's the human in you. You're going to yeah. make mistakes. You're going to, you're not always going to get it yeah. right. But you got to forgive yourself. You got to be patient with yourself to allow yourself to make those type of mistakes and grow from it. But it was like, a, it was really a block. I would get so frustrated with myself, like so frustrated. So I wouldn't tell nobody about it. And don't nobody know if I'm winning or losing. I'm just not telling nobody <laughs> nothing. Like, I'm just, I'm just like blocking myself off from everybody and everything, suffering in silence, just just all kinds of crazy stuff. And then once I started talking to myself it, and forcing myself to cry and forcing myself to really just be one-on-one with God and pray, it just, the floodgates, mm-hmm. the floodgates just started. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. that is true. That is true. Yeah, you're such a beautiful soul. I'm over here snapping like I'm at an open mic. Oh, I swear. <laughs> I really appreciate. I really do appreciate you. Um, okay. Um, I'm well, happy. Yes. Okay. So um, we can segue on this. Um, I guess I introduced as a woman, right? Queen K. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes, next All segment right. is the as a woman. Go ahead. Complex. 
Yep. So, um, okay, Kier. So as a woman, we just kind of like bring up a question each week that we are struggling with and we just kind of bring it to the platform and just get advice. So you get to answer this one. Um, Oh, see, now I don't know if I want to ask this. I think I want to switch it up this week. <laughs> this one ain't got nothing to do with it. talk about beautiful. Okay, I can switch it up. Okay. Because, yeah, that one, we'll, we'll do that another day. So the one I want to ask today is, um, as a woman, what are you not being honest about when it comes to yourself? We're all going to ask. So I'm going to let you go first, then Queen K, then I'll ask, um, answer last. What I deserve. Hmm. hmm. Um, yeah. I think definitely what I deserve, and it, it's like a reflection of how I'm treating myself too. So all them things, like I said, like that helps me. It's not something that I I fall off from it sometimes, and I don't always mm-hmm. treat myself the best. And um, when I don't treat myself the best, it shows other people how to treat me. And if they see, mm-hmm. you know, I'm handling myself so loosely and so, you know, um negligent they feel like they can do mm-hmm. the same thing um yeah. so i think definitely one thing is what i deserve i'm not being honest with myself i'm not being honest with other people about what i actually deserve i'm screaming it at these people what i want what i demand what i require but i'm not really showing and demanding what i require mm. yeah, that's, that's ties into mine's. um mine's is my my self-worth and also, um, I've been lying to myself about me forgiving myself for some things. Mm-hmm. Um, so my worth, um, I'm still in the process of learning myself. So I don't really know my worth just yet. I mean, I'm, I know it probably sounds crazy, but it's just been no, a constant battle with me. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> but it's been <laughs> a constant battle with me to determine my worth. And um, I can tell people, oh, I hold myself up to this standard, but I'm not showing them, you know? Right, um, right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still have to learn. I'm on this journey right now trying to figure out what what my worth is. I'm still trying to learn who I am as a person. And forgiveness, I know that God forgave me, but it's hard for me to forgive myself. And it's just like, how is it that I can't forgive myself and God already has? I keep holding on to right. the past and stuff that I think is my fault, and that just weighs me down even more, and it just tears me apart from learning my words. Like, those are the two things that I have been lying to myself about, and just now hearing myself talk about this is just like, I need to do some serious work and soul searching. So, yeah, those are the two things that I've been lying to myself about. Hmm. No, but that definitely wasn't crazy at all. It's not, like, like learning... Yeah, learning your self-worth is always like a, it's like Kiara said, it's a constant. Growth is not a, it's like a direction. It's not a place that you, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. sitting in. Like, I'm, I've seen a lot of growth since last year. And Kiara can tell you, Kiara, you know what, where I've come from. Yeah. Lot, I've seen a lot of growth. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to piggyback on that real quick, Kiara, for our answer? I think recognizing it is the first step. And I think that's yes. the most freeing step, honestly. Like, you recognize it and you're ready. Like, you're ready and you're willing to put in every bit of effort it takes to get to wherever you need to be. Like, that's so beautiful yeah. in itself already. Like, it really is. Because yeah. we really do be so lost. We get so wrapped up in our heads or in other people, and we lose mm-hmm. ourselves completely. And it's so deep. And 
don't know how old y'all are. I don't know, you know, who everybody really is, but we all young mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and we all got yeah. stories, period. We all yeah. got stories, mm-hmm. and we get so wrapped up into those stories, and it's so easy to get so lost. And even with everything that's going on right now, our mental health in general, like the the, mm-hmm. it's the, the quality is just is lacking right now. It's, it's, we don't have yeah. as many resources. We just don't. We just don't have many resources. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah, I just, I think that's the first step. The fact that you're saying that you need some soul searching and that, that, that just opened up your eyes, like do some, re- start doing your research. You know, if you got to yeah. go out and really do extensive research and find it all yourself, everything right there on YouTube, everything right there on Google. Yes. You know, start off small. Start off with ordering a book. Start off with downloading Audible. It's free. And, and you get, I think when you first sign on, you get three free credits. Um, download mm-hmm. three little audi- Audible books. You know, sit there and read. Sit there and listen to somebody tell you how beautiful you are. Um, mm-hmm. I think all of that is going to help, and it'll get you started to whatever direction you need to go. Yes. Thank you. Mm. Well said. Yeah. Told you. Okay. So what I'm not being <laughs> honest about right now, I am having a hard time finding a balance. Um, I am a person that puts deadlines on things, and I've been told so many times, as an author, do not put a deadline on your book. Just write the book. But I can be a procrastinator. I can be a procrastinator. And we're writing this book about, like, something that's very true and dear to me. Like, I'm writing about something very personal in my life. I struggle with, do I want to tell the whole truth or, am, you know, or do I want to push back because I don't want people to judge me. And it's like, God, be like, we had this talk last time with the first book. And look at how good of a book that was. Look at how many people you helped. Why are you still coming to this bump in the road? So it's like, I'll try to go, like, to open mic to have fun, or I'll, I'll go to cookouts on the weekend. But I'll be like, I am having fun right now, and I know I need to be writing because October's right around the corner. So it's like trying to find a balance, like trying to have fun, but, you know, still finish this because people are waiting, but it's been hard, you know, like, because even though I'm coming to realization about a lot of things that happened to me when I moved here, it's, it's still like, how how is this person going to take it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people are going to read, some people will read to be nosy, and some people will read and get something out of it, but it's like, it's the judgment mm-hmm. at the end of the day that I'm scared about. So that's that's what I'm struggling with. Kira, you want to give me some mm-hmm. words of wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I feel like you can't I I can't you can't care what people think like if that that come from being so solid and 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 what you stand on and what you this is your experience this is your journey that you're talking about this is your story can't nobody tell you your story can't nobody tell you how you lived how you grew up what you went through what you've been through what you dealt with can't nobody tell that. If somebody's judging you off of it, so be it. This is my story. You yeah. either love it or you don't. You, you bought the book? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You support it. Either way. <laughs> like, if you did, right. we don't have nothing to talk about. You buying the book or not. Yeah. You buy the book, we could talk. We could talk about your indifferences. We could talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. but what is it really the challenge when it's only your story? So mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think, you know, I don't think you should care what people say. I mean, maybe the people involved, I see how, you know, you you might be trying to be a little sensitive to their, 
their mm-hmm. uh, privacy, but it's your story still. Like, it, they don't right. get to tell you that they're not the villain in your story. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you could get them True. that privacy, yeah. but, I mean, at the end of the day, that's it's your story. If they the bad guy, they the bad guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I felt that. I changed names in there, but I really did feel that. Thank you. I appreciate that. So yeah. I'm just going to push for it. You know, push for it. That's all you can. Okay. All right. But so, definitely um, about the date. I, I said that too about the date. I don't, I'm, I'm trying to lose the concept of time when it comes to projects like that because, like, from one creative to the next, like, you, it don't be working out good. <laughs> yeah. You just add all this stress. <laughs> it, it don't work out good. Timing is everything. Yes. <laughs> True. I I just got to stay consistent, like, because I'll put a book off for two years, and I'm not trying to do that. So that's why I give myself a deadline. That's different. If you know you're being lazy or something, like, don't be saying time is everything. I need time. No. Like, if you ain't on your shit. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I have to curse. No, no. You can cuss. You can cuss, girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get your shit together if you need to get your shit together. But, you know, if you're really working hard and you're really just trying to find, you know, the right way to do it and you really just stressed out trying to figure out, you know, how to perfect it, that's different. But I just (laughs) don't let the time get to you. Take your time with it, perfect it, tell your story how you need to tell it. I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, we're going to segue into glowing business of the week. Uh, Queen K, did you want to do yours first or do you want to let the guests Introduce her business. No, I'm gonna let the guests go first. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kier, you got to, you got, you know, it's your time to tell people about your business and let them know where they can find you. Okay, so um, I'm a makeup artist. Uh, I have a makeup page that I actually just created on Instagram, uh, Special Girl FX. So that's Special Girl FX, like letter FX, um, and that's where I showcase my special effects makeup that. For uh, film and media production, uh, I've been doing special effects for a while now, probably like three years now. I've been doing beauty makeup since I was about 14 years old. I'm 25 now, um, and I do hair. I still travel and do hair. So Kiera Kaylin is uh, my my artist name that I go by. My page on Instagram is Kiera Kaylin, K-I-E-R-A-K-L-Y-N-N. Um, and that's where you can find me and see my work, hair and makeup. And then yeah. a skincare line called Transparency Cosmetics where I make homemade, handmade skincare products, all natural, vegan-friendly, cruelty-free products. Um, I have a makeup remover, a face wash, a toner, a facial moisturizer, a lip scrub, a chapstick. I have reusable microfiber cleansing cloth. I have the microfiber uh, headband wraps for the shower and seams. Uh, I have facials. <laughs> What else? Yes. Um, yes. So yes, I'm, I'm still trying to get that page together too. I've been off the Instagram for four years, and I just got back on last year with my Kiara Kaylin page, and now I'm trying to balance three different pages. So bear with me, y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm trying to get all this stuff together. I'm doing a lot. <laughs> but yes, that's, those are my businesses. My and my skincare line is called Transparency Cosmetics. Um, so you can follow that page too if you're interested in all natural skincare products. Um, yeah, I love it all. <laughs> yes, I'm scared of you, girl. That toner I had brought it last year when we man, that was 
everything. I'm going to need some more because, like, it didn't make my face feel dry. You know how, like, you get some toners and, like, your face feel dry after a while and it's like, I got uh-huh. so I like, you get alcohol. Uh-huh. No, it, it's so, man, I feel like it just feels so fresh. So, yes, yes please good. go support. Please go support. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. Well, Kira, um, thank you for coming on. I'm going to mute you. If you want to stay on and listen to the rest of the show, you can, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. you know, Is there a way that I can like, yes. share it after you listen to it? Like, can you send it to me, or yes. how can I how can yes. I listen back or play it back? I'm gonna um I'm gonna send you the link uh to it as soon as okay. it get done and then I'm also gonna once it's on Spotify and everything, I'll send you those links as well. And I'm gonna do highlights by the end of the week. So yeah, girl. We got you. I told your cousin I went to go see her to get my nails done. I told Bria about it. So yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, thanks for supporting her. You got your nails done. <laughs> yes, I I'm going back. <laughs> so, oh yeah. good. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Well, thank y'all for having me. I was happy to do it. I was talking about it all week. <laughs> no problem. Thank I you can't so much. Wait, yes, appreciate you. All right. All right, I'm about to mute. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, Queen K. All right, Queen K. Yep, that, uh-huh. was, that was such a, yes. yeah. That was so yeah, beautiful. That was so beautiful. Yeah, that was good. She was she was really dope. I liked her. Um, so getting into my glowing business of the week, I'm going to shout out my cousin Nisha Taylor. Um, she is the owner and founder of Five Charms Party Rental. The Five Charms symbolizes all of her kids. She is doing this business to um, pretty much you know create a business for them to you know follow in. So. On Facebook, the Facebook page is Five Charms Party Rental. Um, she has bouncers, she has tables, chairs, popcorn machine, snow cone machine, cotton candy machine. She does backdrops, balloon columns, setups, anything that you want, she can probably do. She is doing my son's uh, third birthday. He will be turning three on the first. And she has so many cute little decorations and stuff. I'll be posting it on my Facebook page as well. Once everything is done, she has the lowest prices in the city. Um, to contact her, you can go through five charms party rental at gmail.com. Um, that's the number five, and then charms party rental at gmail. And then if you want to look it up on Facebook, it's the number five charms party rental. And just, just go on there and show her some love. I'm telling you, anything that you come up with, anything that you throw her way, she can make something happen out of it. Like, she's been sending me bits and pieces now of the stuff that she has for his party, and I think I'm more excited than my son is. So, yeah. <laughs> so, again, a five-times yeah. party rental. <laughs> I know I'm going to be in the bounce house, even though she said it's an age requirement, <laughs> but I'm going to be in that thing. <laughs> right. Listen to this, say, hey, man, it'd be hard to get out from bounce houses. I'm telling you, as you get older, Girl. but I, I will get one to Girl. hold my shoes. Hold my shoes. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm a kid. The entryway is so small. I'm like, God, why is it so little? But, <laughs> hey, I'm going to squeeze up in there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, shoot. But, yeah, so definitely. I'm definitely, okay. man. In Detroit, support. Yep. Okay. Yeah, please. So, um, All right. Well, so we're going to segue into the girl I got something to say. Complex, I know you okay. usually start this off but I really need mm-hmm. to get this off my chest today. Okay. I am so tired 
of people being mad at me for no reason and mm-hmm. then telling everybody else they mad at me but then playing the victim. I just can't deal with it no more. Like, I'm at a point in my life where it's like, just tell me up front what your problem is with me. What did I do to you? Because clearly I don't know, and I'm not about to keep on looking stupid when I'm coming to speak to you or I'm asking you questions and you looking at me sideways. I'm grown. Let mm. me know what's going on. I can take it. Like, I, I can't deal with it at this point in my life. Like, I really can't. Yeah. No, I could, I definitely been there before. I had family members stop talking to me and, you know, didn't tell me. And that's one thing. It's like I'm not a confrontational person. I can hold myself accountable and just listen. But, you know, I was told that sometimes family, you know what I'm saying, they just want to have something to run off and tell. You know what I'm saying? They'd rather mm. be messy instead of coming to you like an adult. So it, it was a hard pill to swallow for me, but – it gets easier with time. It definitely does get easier with time, you know. So, but um, so only thing I have to say is um, new levels <laughs> brings more responsibility, and mm-hmm. I say that to say that um. New new challenges that you come across in life are not always going to be easy. You're going to probably question yourself. You're going to go back and forth. You're going to have a battle with it, but just keep going forward. You know, just keep going forward. And honestly, don't be scared on those days where you're scared to go up against it because, hey, you know yeah. what I'm saying, it comes with more responsibility, but if you weren't – if if God didn't feel like you were meant to be in that position, they wouldn't have put you there. You know what I'm saying? So just know mm-hmm. that you, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Everything's working out. You can definitely do it. So that's all I got to say. Mm. So Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I had a reality <laughs> check this weekend, girl. I really did. <laughs> I was I'm going to say, that just um, gave me a little check myself. I was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. <laughs> well, Okay, what is the um, A.O. Queens and Kings uh, quote? Okay, so I have two. Um, Y'all already know my favorite place, Pinterest. This is sponsored by Pinterest. (laughs) Pay her. They really need to give me a sponsorship. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to keep shouting y'all out. I'm just going to start stealing. That's just great. Okay, this quote is by Serena Williams. Um, It says, I really think a champion is defined not by their wins, but by how they can recover from what, I mean, ah, by how they can recover when they fall. This speaks volumes to me because it's just like, you know, everybody is so wrapped around how many wins they got. They're not taking no losses, but the losses make you stronger because you know what not to do and lose that same way. You know, you reinvent yourself every time you lose so that you can be set up to win. So I feel like, we should be counting our losses, too, because those are the blessings. Those are the lessons in disguise. You know, we just need to – those are what we reflect on to, you know, get to the next level. So that's yes. what I felt on that one. And um, my next one is just because you knew me yesterday, it doesn't mean you know me today. I grow daily. That mm. spoke to me because it was just like, you know, people will always try to define you with your past. 
No, that wasn't me. Yeah. I can't get yesterday back at all. That is the past. I'm trying to mm-hmm. reinvent myself to be better than I was yesterday. Every day I wake up in the morning. So you can't define me on the person that I was. You know, I let that go. I can't never get that back. I can't change nothing that happened. I can just be better in my next steps forward. So that's how I feel. Everybody should just look forward to growing daily. Don't live in the past. Don't let people, you know, try to ruin you or define you with your past because you are you are created new every day you open up your eyes in the morning. You can't go to yesterday and change anything. You just have to live for the now. So those are my two AO Queens and Kings thoughts. Um, so complex with that no apology thought for the week. So this no apology thought shut me the fuck up. Like, literally, um, I stared at it for, like, 10 minutes before I screenshotted it. Uh, shout out to Janae Aiko for this one. Um, she shared a meme on her Instagram page that said, every time you judge someone, you reveal a part of yourself that needs healing. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah it, 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 it smacked me in the face because... I find myself sometimes like I'll scroll past uh people's page and I will I will think something like, mm, you know what I'm saying, like are you really happy? And it's just like I had to humble myself. You know, like I had to really look at it like this. Everybody's page there may be something on there that you disagree with, but you don't have to put the energy into responding because then that's going to be a debate. And honestly, if you're tired of that person, you know what I'm saying, posting stuff, it ain't nothing, you know, to unfollow them. So that's yeah. where, like, I'm trying to, um, you know, be better because it's it's real easy to judge. It's a learned behavior that you can pick up from others and, you know, like, judgment comes in so many different forms, and it's like everybody has their own life. Everybody has different paths they have to take. You know what I'm saying? I got to focus on me. So thank you, Janae, for uh, for humbling me this weekend. You know, I was like, damn. Thank so you. <laughs> I got to work on, yeah, I got to work on that. <laughs> and honestly, that's my no apology thought. So, yeah. I love this it. This was a beautiful episode. I feel like I'm about to go dance with some butterflies after this. I'm about to. Girl, don't you? I feel so free. (laughs) Yes, I swear. Okay. With that being said, I'm Complex Angel. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love. We are out. Peace and love.